Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello and welcome to another episode of Project Management Insights. Today I want to talk about time tracking remote workers. It's not an easy thing to do. In an email that I received from Liam Martin, who is the founder of or co-founder of Time Doctor, which is a tool for tracking work, uh, there was this note around uh, an article that he's linked to on the mental health challenges of remote work. He says, in contrast to a traditional office, remote work puts much more focus on output, what you get or got done, rather than input, how many hours you spent doing it. There's a sense of personal responsibility behind getting enough done that can lead people to keep themselves working long past the optimal point of productivity. Now, this is an interesting thing. When I read it, I went, yeah, that's it exactly. Because when we're in the office, we normally there for eight hours a day. We walk into the office um, at eight o'clock in the morning. We have an hour for lunch and we leave at five o'clock at night. And sure, you're going to tell me that that's never a standard day, but let's just work with the case that that's it. And that what, what, what people notice is how many hours you're in the office. When you're in the office, there's no sense of tracking exactly what's been done necessarily. Now, of course, we're talking projects here. And so in our project world, it is all about tracking tasks. And there's still a sense of if the person was in the office, you have an expectation that they're going to be working and they're going to be working on whatever it is you need them to be working on. So it's like just a given and, and we just, it's an expectation that we have that that's what's going to have been done. And yet here we are in this remote world at the moment where we can't see them. There's no sense of how many hours they're actually here because we're not seeing them working as such. Now, if you're someone like me, I'm an early morning person. There's often times when I'm awake at 4 and 5 a.m. in the morning, and I do most of my productive work in those early hours of the morning. So in my world, if I have a task to complete, I might be awake at 4 a.m. in the morning and spend four hours until 8 a.m. working solidly on output. And you're going to see my output because when you come to your normal day, which might be a 9am start, you're going to find that your inbox is full of messages from me to show you that I've been working. It's not normal. It's not that normal sense of in the office at nine. There's no way I would have been in an office at 4am in the morning working. And yet working in this remote environment does allow me that freedom to spend those hours of my day in that part of my day that I'm most productive in order to deliver the output that's required. And, and so I think this issue of not seeing the person or not seeing what the per, that the person is present or working at the time when you think they should be working, and notice that I said think, because as I've just expressed, my best hours, my best work hours are outside of a standard work day. 
So you might have in the normal context an expectation that they're going to be working between the hours of 9am and 5pm. They might have already done a half a day's work prior to that and yet you're expecting that they're going to be available to respond to you in those standard business hours. Now this is an interesting thing because I think shifting to this remote environment, we haven't set those expectations. We haven't necessarily set the expectations, if they're there, that we are expecting our team members to be available between standard business hours of 9am and 5pm. Now, if you're working on a project team, why is that necessary? And I'm asking that question because unless you have a specific requirement or a specific task that needs a set number of people online doing something within those hours, why is it necessary for your team member to be available during that time? As long as you know that they are producing output, and as I said, you're going to be seeing that by checking materials that they're delivering to you, noticing what, you know, what items go up onto shared servers, all of that sort of thing, then you have a way of tracking their work output. And I am going to suggest that in this time of remote work, if they're one of those people that's very switched on and that does work to their own work pattern, they might be a night owl. They might be working in the late hours of the night and sleeping a lot during the day. It, it still doesn't matter because what they're doing is they are working at the time that best suits them. They might not be a worker that works well between 8am in the morning and 2pm in the afternoon. And yet in the normal context of a work day, they're required to be there in the office during that period. So I would suggest that you might be getting more output from them at this time when they have that flexibility to work to their own needs and work in a time that works best for them, that you might actually be getting more output from them than what you would in the context of seeing them in the office in a standard business day. So I think the thing to think about here is, do you, can you normally know exactly what it is that they are doing during your day? Well, the answer is, even when you're in the office, no, you can't. Unless, again, you have specific things that they are desired, that, that's required to be delivered, and then you see those or you don't see those. Maybe it's time to have a look and say, are they more productive? Am I getting more from them at this time rather than less? And stop focusing on the time that they're working and focus on what it is that, you've, that they're delivering for you and tracking that the deliverables are being met, not necessarily the when it's happening. And then let's look at time tracking tools because as I mentioned, there is a tool such as Time Doctor. It's a, it's a tool that loads onto a desktop or a computer and you set it at the moment that you start a task and then you stop when you're going to have a break and you start it again when you start up again. It tracks how, many, how much time it takes you to do specific tasks during the day. There are a number of other tools that are likely to track time and are they valuable? Well, I can tell you that whilst Time Doctor is a great tool, it's frustrated the heck out of me because of this need to manually kick it in when I'm 
doing something, I'm usually so focused on what it is that I'm doing that switching it on and switching it off in a manual way, it just doesn't work. I just don't think to do that until sometime after I've, you know, kept going or sometime after I've stopped as the case may be. And so I think the key for me is that during this time of remote work, what's important is trust. Can you trust that your team is doing what's required? And can you trust that each and every team member is doing what's required of them? And once again, as I said, you are going to know this by what you're getting back, what you're seeing in your shared environments in terms of processing, in terms of versions of of things that are being created for you to test, items being available to test, um, you know, data being cleaned, cleansed, you know, and and put up or, or, you know, noticing that a spreadsheet has more items in it or what, you know, whatever it is, there will be ways that you can track and see what's actually being produced as output. So it's about knowing that you trust your team members And if you don't have that trust, what can you do to step back and create trust between them so that they know you trust them, you then learn to trust them, and you then find that you do get the desired output that you're after at this time when you can't physically see what it is that they're actually doing. And Understand that, you know, allow them that flexibility to work at the time that's best for them. Because as I said, you might be surprised at the amount of output that you get. It might be far more than what you would normally have achieved or they normally would have achieved in that work environment in the nine, nine to five normal standard business day work environment that we all work in and expect people to work in. Now, just a side note, I have loaded how to efficiently manage small projects on the Udemy site, and it's currently highly uh, price reduced, a reduced price is reduced. So if you are managing small projects or want tips and tricks on managing even pieces of your project, if you're going to treat it like a small project, jump on over to Udemy, search for how to efficiently manage small projects and dive in while the price has been way, way reduced so that you can gain the skills and the templates because there's a number of templates there for you to use. Templates such as a project agreement template. There's a template for a a project plan. Uh, Just templates for you to use that you can download as part of the course and then use yourself uh, in your environments that you're working in in the project space. So head on over to Udemy and take advantage of that while the sale is still on. Okay, that's it from me for this episode of Project Management Insights. I will talk to you again next week for another episode of Project Management Insights. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.